All right, so I got to tell you, so you hear about, all right, you hear about all these polls, don't you, about how Trump is just going to get slaughtered in the November 2020 elections, right? Yeah. You hear about this. And at some polls, I think nationally, they have Biden up ahead, something like 12 points. And, uh, and the lowest I've seen was like eight points, seven points. And then in the, in the battleground states, he's winning by less, but he's winning still by a substantial amount, at least 4%. Yes, it's within the margin of error, but you know, it's still good and very promising for the Democrats, right? That's the take that they have on this. And it's what, <laughs> like, I, I think to myself, all right, I don't believe this for anything. This madness just doesn't make any sense. Uh, there, there are too many factors why I, I cannot believe that this is the possibility. All right, where do I begin? Let's begin off first with the fact that we never see Mr. Biden at all. I mean, he's like Elijah from uh, for Passover, right? He comes, he comes out and he might, he might be there somewhere, but you, you don't quite see him. And when he does appear... He seems to bumble his way through in such a way that you, you can't even understand that he's saying something. And the guy, the poor guy, and I really mean it, the poor guy has dementia. This was elder abuse, okay? So they said, Joe, you're going to run for president. What? What's a president? Ah! What's a president? Hey, well, it's just this thing. Just, just go with it, okay, buddy? All right, okay, if you say so. I, I'm sorry. I mean, I, it's not about Joe Biden. I mean, I... I I think Joe Biden was a terrible senator and a terrible vice president, but that's and a terrible point. person. And but, he has a terrible son. But the point is, I don't wish him his dementia. But it's clear that he has dementia. Okay, I just want him to go away and retire, give him a nice, you know, assisted living home to, to be with other, you know, very dignified people if he likes it that also are suffering from memory loss, and let him live out his glory days uh, in his own way. And his twilight years, whatever you want to call it, okay? But no, they have to throw him out and actually run him for president. I mean, wait, what are you thinking, Democrats? And, and so that's issue number one, okay? There's yeah. no way that... Boy, that, boy that, Bill de Blasio must have been a terrible candidate if this is what they had to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly right. right? <laughs> well, that's the point. It's like they, they, they had, uh, what's his name? Um, the, the, the tall guy, or the Beto, Beto O'Rourke, right? This, I mean, that, that guy would have been at least not, you know, mentally... You know, um, uh, degraded. De- degraded. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. He's mentally ill, just not mentally degraded. Different, yes, exactly yes. right. His his <laughs> beliefs are. Crazy. I just don't want the listeners to think we're we're not saying he's mentally ill. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God forbid. Beto, not yeah, Beto. Yeah. No, but and, and then then uh, what's his name? Her name uh, Klobuchar, right? I mean, all these people that now in hindsight are saying, "What the frig were we thinking?" <laughs> you know, with this guy. <laughs> You know, and, and you can see every time he goes on a stump, you know, they, they, he says something and they're all like, you know, clapping with, you know, forced smiles, you know, like, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't say anything stupid now. Let's just keep on hoping. And, it's like, and then and then he speaks and, you know, victory is when he doesn't say anything stupid. Right. He's going to say something stupid in every speech. But like, I think their little victories are if he can. He can say a sentence with subject, verb, predicate, uh, with a full stop, and it not be insane, right? Or insulting of his own voters, like the 
dog face pony soldier. Right. Oh, God. What the hell? Right. I mean, creative that was. I, yeah. I mean, wow, that was some. Out of yeah, the you, you, ain't, you ain't really black if you vote for Trump, right? So, <laughs> right. I mean, th- th- these kind of crazy things that come out of him. So, <laughs> it really is funny, right? I mean, just the craziest thing. All right, so that's, that's issue number one. Issue number two is the fantastic economy that we're dealing with. Even after COVID, it came roaring back. It was something akin to a V, just like Trump had said it would. We are now at the low point. It was, what, uh, 19,000, the stock market. And now we're at 26,000 and some change, where the high used to be 29,000. Okay, We are getting back up there, and it's climbing up nicely. Unemployment is continuing to go down. Yes, it would be nice if it was back to the 3.4, 3.5 rate that it was before the COVID, but we're now you know, plummeting nicely, like three points every month, back to a much more sensible unemployment rate. Um, and, and I mean, what the jobs that were accrued in, in May and June, 7.5 million new jobs. It was so impressive that mayors and governors of the three biggest cities in America and th- three of the the most populous state and two of the other most populous states had to shut down their cities and states. Yeah, God forbid that this, this might, this might be a good as, thing. As, uh, to keep a wet blanket on this. Right. Uh, it's insane. So, look, so the COVID response that Trump effectuated was a good one. And uh, the reality is nobody blames him for covid uh, or, or for the handling on COVID. On the contrary, they, they celebrate him. Right. He only looks smart. Hey, hey, everyone, for five years, China's a problem. Then China <laughs> exactly. becomes a problem. Yes. Oh, what, what the response is, well, that's your fault. Yeah. No. <laughs> Among all the, the other great things that Trump has done is, is basically, I mean, first of all, what he did with Israel is fantastic. Um, incredible relationship that we have with Israel, moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, you know, getting things done. This this notion that this is a guy that gets it done is uh, breathtakingly refreshing, right? Whereas every previous president, and I really mean every single president before me, including Ronald Reagan, uh, as much as we both love Ronald Reagan, he... You know, he effectuated great change. I mean, his main mission was to destroy the Soviet Union. He succeeded, okay? Also ramped up the economy with uh, deregulation, changed the tax code, a lot of good things that Ronald Reagan did. But he, you know, basically it was able to effectuate about 60% of his core programs, which is a lot, okay? Donald Trump, 95%. Yeah. And, 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 only, entire, and only in three and a half years. Right. And the government is is uh, throwing up roadblock after roadblock in his way. Yeah, he'll, exactly he'll give right. an order and the Justice Department ignores it. It's you so know, he'll true. fire you're someone so right. and they still have their job Yeah, in the Pentagon. And you're like, well, I thought he was the commander in chief. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, isn't that crazy? When Reagan gave an order, it was followed. Yeah. They also feel, look, that the next big issue in addition to the way that uh, Trump handled China and Israel and, uh, you know, dealt with the EU issues and uh, the Mexico trade deal with Canada as well, uh, you know, dismantling NAFTA, pulling out of the the crazy Paris uh, climate uh, change accord, um, changing things with NATO. I mean, it was, it's fantastic what he's been doing and everyone knows it. Okay. So the economy is doing great and everything else. So you put that into the mix then this notion that the Democrats are just jumping on him for anything and that they, they, they believe that 
they can pee on your leg and tell you that it's raining, right? Yeah, they impeach them <clears throat> for hoaxes. They, they exactly. lie to us for years yep. about nonsense, yep. and only the idiots who watch CNN and MSNBC believe it, you know? Well, things like, for example, when they said, when, when he said that the M15, whatever that, the gang uh, is... MS-13. MS-13, okay. That MS-13 was, uh, were animals. Yeah. Which they are. Which they are. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to stop these monsters. So, so they extrapolated from that. And they said, oh, he's saying all Mexicans, not just all illegal aliens, but all Mexicans are animals, right? Right. So, which, of course, he didn't say, and nor which he would believe. But it, it was so transparently false. Then the notion that somehow there are good people on both sides of, of Nazis, right? That notion. No, nobody believed that, okay? It was nonsense. So when people begin to say these things over and over again, you begin to say, look, you're, you're not treating the president in, in any meaningfully accurate or fair way. That cuts against you. Okay, and that's what's happening also there. So uh, there's a sense that people are not giving, that the Democrats are not giving um, the, the, the president a fair shake. They're just not. Right, they're playing dirty. dirty. They're and, and, and Americans and, don't like that. And they're throwing the country's interests away for their political perceived game. game. Right, yeah. So uh, the Russian collusion, the impeachment, the Kavanaugh story, uh, the uh, Stormy Daniels situation, um, uh, Michael Flynn, all these things were stories of a, a great, and the FISA warrant, oh my gosh, of course, um, are egregious uh, government overreach. Yeah, let alone by the Stone Democrats. and Manafort. And There's too this. many examples of this. Yeah. And then, you know, echoes of the Obama past, including the IRS scandal, uh, Fast and Furious, the emails, uh, Benghazi, uh, you name it, there's so many of those things that you can't help but think, you know, th- th- there's a madness going on among the Democrat Party. So these things are not working very well for the Democrats. Now, finally, and most importantly, the main reason why the Democrats are going to lose in November, at least the White House, is because they are on a mission to destroy America. And they have revealed themselves to be on a mission to destroy America. Everything in the past, before the, the heady days of May 2020, the Democrats could put up the false pretense that they loved America, that they were doing things for the benefit of America, that we were all in this together, that and we were that all Americans. Were, and that they weren't socialists. That, By the way, I think that goes back a little before May to like January and February were at those Democrat debates, back when they had some candidates who in the field who weren't oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mentally degraded. That's when they started saying idiotic things like, we're going to give illegal aliens yes. health care. Yes. That's where we need to embrace socialism. Exactly. For the first time, the mask had completely come off. Yes, but now the mask has completely come off, whether it's January or May. Yeah. And <clears throat> with the George Floyd situation, where they're encouraging people to riot and otherwise and to tell them that, you know, black lives matter, but not, not anyone else's lives. Like, for example, Jewish lives. They, yeah. they don't matter, apparently, because uh, they could be beaten up with impunity in uh, Brooklyn and Crown Heights and otherwise, and, and Los Angeles, no less. Um, and uh, it won't make news at all. Yeah. The no, and the sure. whole... The whole idea of nonviolence to the Democrat Party was just a veneer. Yeah. While nonviolence was in style post-Gandhi, before post-post-Gandhi, and Gandhi got torn down. Right. Well, now they want the revolution. Yes. Now they want to tear down all the statues. The, the bottom line, and we can describe this more as we go along, the bottom line is that the Democrat platform now seems to be 
we hate America. We want to destroy America. Yeah. Um, you can call it transforming America if you like, but you're an idiot because what we really want is to, to, to destroy America and rebuild a utopian socialist paradise. And, and you know what? It wouldn't be so bad if we renamed America as well. Why not? Right. right? And I mean, the only people who will be in favor are those who agree with us, and those who don't will be crushed to dust by the wheel of history. And they're finally saying it, and they're finally doing it, and they're finally acting on it. So the thing you and I have known for like the last decade and discussed almost consistently yeah. week in, week out, which is, look how these people hate America, is now available and, and obvious to everyone. Right, well, we get to I say, mean, we told you so. No, oh, yeah, hold on, hold on. We told you so. <laughs> there you go, we told yeah. you so. So, and that's an important aspect here because, look, our, our podcasts have been such that we, we, we expose, we analyze, we dig deep, we, we figure out from the tea leaves that we're seeing around us, uh, which we thought were pretty obvious tea leaves, but <laughs> nevertheless, you know, they're telling us in so many words that they don't like America, and then when now they tell us in direct words that they don't like America, we say, okay. I mean, what more do you need at this point? Yeah, Tlaib, uh, Casio-Cortez, and uh, Omar are the squad. They're the de facto leaders of the Democrat Party in elected official positions. And they're saying, bring on socialism, destroy it all, throw it away. And of course we're going to say, yeah, we told you so. It's It's like the wife who comes home and uh, she sees a couple of messages from her husband or on the voicemail or whatever, the, old, the old-timey voicemails, right? She, she, she hears it over like a woman's voice talking to her husband. It was so nice to see you today, Charlie. And I hope we see each other again, okay? So, like, the woman says, hmm, that woman seems fairly voluptuous in her tone, I wonder if Charlie is having an affair. Oh, no, no, I'm not, we're not having an affair. And she's, she's assured that Charlie's not having an affair. Yeah. And, and Charlie insists that he's not having an affair. Uh, but then he continues. And now, at some point, he wants to convince her that he has, he's been having an affair. Um, and so he starts, you know, showing letters from this woman, love letters, no less. And she says, oh, well, that's, that's nothing. You know, those are just words on a page. You're right. That could be from, that's just fiction. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't take them seriously. Uh, honey, I'm, I'm having an affair. Uh, no, no, no. And, and now he tells her directly, I'm having an affair. I'm sleeping with somebody. No, no, it can't be like that. And then, um, and then, then she sees, you know, like uh, sexual paraphernalia in the bedroom. Yeah, or DNA and, test results. Right, and, yeah. and, he, and he, he says, sweetie, you can see that I'm having sex with another woman right here. I mean, uh, you know, isn't that good enough for you? And she goes, no, no, I'm, I, I don't believe it. You wouldn't do that to me, Charlie. Okay, I, I'm trying to tell you, I'm, I'm doing this. And so finally, you know, he, he brings over the, the other woman and he literally puts her on the bed and he literally has intercourse with her and says, honey, I'd like you to come into the bedroom for a second. I'd like to show you something. You see how I am now engaging in the act of sexual intercourse with this woman that is not you. <laughs> uh, can you believe me now that I'm having an affair? Yeah, uh, I don't know, sweetie. I mean, that's uh, that's great. No, and, and I, I just I'm not confident right. that that is evidence enough for me. So look, it's a, it should be evidence of enough for right. everyone. That that, that, that what this, you just we're, said. We're happening here. Yeah, what you just said is literally Eric Garcetti taking a knee with the rioters. Right there, you go. Well, right they, in front of us. Yeah. Well, what they're saying we should be able to pull down statues, and they're encouraging it. 
Uh, and then the, the defunding of the police and the dismantling of the police altogether. And the canceling of 4th of July. Yeah, the uh, threatening of people who celebrate 4th of July. And then not even the arrest or investigation of people who burn down excrement in one city. Yeah. Uh, exactly he, right. he, he brings the full force of law enforcement on us for daring to be American, for right. daring to go to work. Them committing felonies, murder, mayhem, arson, vandalism, defacing property, nothing. Right. Protests. But but solidarity. Right. And not only that, but their protests and riots are perfectly acceptable forms of expression. Whereas if you go to church or a synagogue, well, then you you should be rounded up and arrested. Yeah. You know, you may say, well, the reason why and the cynical part of it, and I think there's partly uh, some truth here, uh, is that... Uh, it's it's easier to arrest these uh, compliant Jews and Christians who are not going to be rioting after the fact. It's always easier to enforce the law and the law abiding. That's why they're law abiding. Yeah, exactly right. So and they're so harsh on it, beachgoers, right? Yeah. Anybody who goes on the trails and such like that, but they're law abiding people, and and that's where they. So 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 long as you are a law abider, we're going to enforce the law against you. So if you're not a law abider, we won't enforce the law against you. Do you get that? Right, okay. and then they wonder why so many people are not law-abiding. Right. Because you get rewarded for non-abiding, non-abidement. Yeah, but to take it one step further, that's not just, the, the, that's not the only issue. The issue is that, in fact, they do want to destroy America. To, 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 to cancel the culture, that's the whole concept. That they, they call it cancel culture, right? So, and everyone's about that, and they, they love the idea of destroying this culture. Everything about the culture is evil to them. Yeah, and, once and they you, keep on going. They keep right. on going. So it started off. Remember, I mean, we spoke before about their, their their good people on both sides issue. But what, of course, Trump was saying was there are good people on both sides of the issue of whether or not to take down statues of Confederate figures. Yeah, Confederate figures. only. Confederate only. Yes, and he correctly said. And, and, and remind you, I mean, this is the brilliance of, of Donald Trump. He said one day it will come a time pretty soon where people will start taking down the statues of Jefferson and Washington on account of them having been slave owners or whatever they feel like it. Well, then, then sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Exactly what happened. Yeah, so he predicts China will be a problem. China's a problem. Yeah. He predicts they'll tear down Washington. They tore down Washington. And everyone could see it. Right. But they, they now the Democrat Party has now adopted that in full. Right. They have said, yes, we are now the party of cancel culture. Yeah, but That's not just cancel is. culture of a, of a racial epithet here or a, of a joke that doesn't work there. Right. But we're talking about it because once you cancel things like Mount Rushmore and Independence Day, there isn't a lot of American culture left to cancel beyond that. They've made a, that's primary. They've made now a tactical pivot that they, they now have discovered, oh, I see which way the wind is blowing, and I'm going to go in that direction. And the, the wind is now blowing in a direction toward canceling the culture, destroying uh, statues, and perhaps even Mount Rushmore. And everything that America ever was uh, was uh, based upon uh, slavery and uh, evil stuff against minorities. And we have the white privilege issue, and, and therefore we're going to go along with it. Now they fully embrace that as the campaign slogan. That is what their mission is. I mean, Biden hasn't yet come up with a, a slogan at all, but nevertheless, it might as well be their slogan. Yeah. Let's destroy America. Okay. Uh, whereas the uh, slogan for uh, Donald Trump was in 2016, make America great again. And now also in addition, keep America great. Their slogan is let's destroy America now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and, 
And that's not a winning campaign. That's why I bring this up to you as uh, the, the possibility of Trump losing in November, not possible. No, it's, 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 it's not possible. Yeah. Unless, of course, I mean, look, if you cancel the culture so much that you decide that this democracy th- thing is a threat itself to the uh, to the to, to the, the better men of America, yeah. the socialists, which which they do believe. Yes. Uh, then, of course, then they'll dismantle the voting process. Whatever, whatever happens, if if there's massive fraud going on, if there's a massive effort to um, to squash votes that would otherwise go to Trump, well, okay, I guess I guess we might lose. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but, I, but but yeah. but. I think that Trump is going to clearly win on a, on, on a correct, you know, if this election were to proceed as it should be proceeding, Trump is going to not only win, but, but, but win by a lot. And I, look, before COVID, we, we were very confident about Trump being reelected. We even said that unless there's a, a one of two things happening, or three things, first, a massive voter fraud, of course, which we just talked about that there'd be some sort of scandal about Trump that would be so egregious that nobody could abide, uh, such as, you know... Like the Jeffrey Epstein level scandal. Exactly, exactly. In in which case, you and I would not vote for him. Not necessarily for Biden, but we wouldn't vote for Trump. Um, Or three, uh, that there'd be some sort of massive economic downturn. Yeah, and you know I had been protecting that for a while. Right, and And sure enough... And came with the the China flu. Sure enough, we had the uh, the, the China flu, like you say... And that it devastated the economy. And, but but the, the odd thing is now, maybe more than ever, Trump is more popular in his, in his own way, in the hearts of everyone who really knows what's what. Uh, and he's going to win even more so now than he was before. Yeah, and a very simple way to just process this for anyone out there who's skeptical, just think about this. If you vote for Trump, what the hell? would make you not vote for Trump again. Right. Meanwhile, we damn well know there's a F-ton of Democrats out there who have walked away. Yep. And not just walked away, but are affirmatively going to vote for Trump now. Right. The branded Strzok people. They the have, Blexit people. They have the Candace passion Owens. of the newly converted. Right. That's what they and, have. And, and it's awesome. Right. And 20, Candace Owens is also one of those. Right. I just said that. Yeah. Blexit's Candace okay. Owens. And, and also, here's the big one. And this is why you're seeing the race riots. At least 29% approval rating in the black community of black voters. At least. It's, At it's, least. More, it's closer it's to 40%. It's probably closer to 40. But yeah. the, on the low end, it's 29. George Bush's approval rating was 3%, and he got 5% of the black vote. Right. Okay. So that's, a, that's why I say 50-state landslide. Because I, look from your lips to God's ears, yeah. and I, I think there's there's a possibility of that I'm I'm saying at least forty states, um, which means a very nice landslide as well. But uh, it doesn't matter between forty and fifty states. Uh, Trump is looking pretty damn good. It's interesting. He I'm trying to find the right metaphor where they try to lob something, some sort of attack upon, you know, some sort of weapon, whether it's a uh, uh, you know catapult, a rock. Or a bullet, or an arrow, or even a nuclear bomb uh, at an enemy, it just doesn't seem to penetrate. And they did that with Trump. They did it with uh, the Russian collusion thing. That was a lob. They did it with the uh, impeachment thing. That was a lob. They did it with Kavanaugh. All those things that we previously just talked about. And they all just kind of bounce off of 
of his incredibly thick armor. Yeah, there is no kryptonite against him, if you will. Yeah, and they're going to find out yet again that despite their efforts to literally scorch the earth, to devastate the entire economy as the final solution to destroying Trump, that in the, in the end of the day, he will arise out of this as, guess what, president of the United States yet again. And I, and I really believe this very strongly. And they, what will they do then? So the question is, and, and this is a related topic, why, why would they insist that Biden is winning and, and produce all these polls suggesting that he's winning, he's, he's got this in the bag? You know, I, nobody believes it. I mean, no, no serious contender could actually think that, that Trump is in serious trouble from this, this loser called Joe Biden. Yeah, he, he doesn't come out of the shot. He doesn't Biden. have a mission. It, it, to the extent there is a mission, it appears to be that we should all destroy America. That's not a win. People don't like that. They, they, they want to like America. They want to love America. They want to think that they're in a good country. So this notion that you think you can win an election that will promise to destroy America, I, I, don't, I don't see where, where your head could possibly be at to actually believe that nonsense. Well, it means that they actually believe their socialist nonsense because yeah. like the Soviets, Bolsheviks versus Mensheviks, the Bolsheviks were the minority and they spent all their time convinced, trying to convince the people that they were the majority yeah. until they took this street and violently attacked the Mensheviks, right? right. It, what you're saying is the exact same thing. These people are so stupid that rather than using socialism as a political tool and then taking power going, yeah, 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 we don't really believe it. We're just using that to get right. It's right. And wait, right. nudge, nudge. Hey, Mr. Businessman, work with me. Kind of like Obama. These lunatics actually believe this stuff. Yep. And they're trying to recreate the Soviet Union playbook as if that ended well. Right. <laughs> right? I, I, we, we all understand that that's madness. But what, what is more madness to me is, to, is the Democrats, really, the, the actual base of the Democrats. Now, Pelosi is a good example of what I'm talking about. She was initially against the squad and the radical left and such. Well, that's when the mask was on. You know. Well, you could argue she, she actually fought against them in a couple of things. And then she realized the winds were too strong and there's just no way that she could resist this. Now she, she's all on board with the, the radical left because that's where the, the Democrat Party is. And she cannot win um, without, without going along their way. So a, a disease has taken over. A zombie-like disease has taken over the Democrat Party, and she has to join them. I mean, it reminds me of that podcast we did a long time ago, uh, The Crazy Well. Right? Yeah. Remember that? Where they drink for the Crazy Well, yeah. and they got crazy. Well, and then they're convinced this, anyone who doesn't drink for the well is, is crazy. Is he, that he's the crazy one, right. So just to wrap, you know, repeat that story really quickly, it's a king of a kingdom, and there was two water wells, one for the people, uh, and one for the king's own satisfaction. It's his own more pure water. One day, the, people, the people's water becomes tainted. And the people are all drinking from him, and they all start drinking and talking crazy. And when the king tries to communicate with them, they can't understand him, and he can't understand them. Um, and he doesn't know what to do. How can he lead his people? So what does he do? He decides to put his cup into the people's crazy water, drink it, and he himself becomes crazy. Now he's their leader again. Great. That's what's happening. They are drinking from the crazy well. And it's, it's a tragic phenomenon that's going on. But in the minds of the regular average citizen who actually has a voice, 
there is no way that they can possibly be excited about the prospect of destroying America. That is not a winning campaign slogan. Yeah. It just cannot be. And Trump offers, especially with the July 4th Rushmore speech, which was just one of the best speeches I've ever heard. When he offers a vision for America of how great it is and says that we will never apologize for the greatness of America and that we will continue to be the creative, divine, divinely inspired nation that we are, you can't beat that message. Yeah, and when he looks so in control and he doesn't look confrontational with the media getting stuck in the mud with that. Now, I like that stuck in the mud stuff, but I also understand it doesn't look presidential during a campaign, right? Sure, sure. And if you notice, ever since July 3rd, the day of that speech, every appearance he's made has been in full control for that contrast to show himself as a leader in charge and Biden as the uh, chaotic one. Yeah. And it's, it's a brilliant strategy of contrast. And it reassures people that, hey, you can trust this guy. Now, interestingly enough, where I live in, in uh, you know, near the beach and uh, with friends of mine who live not far from here, but, you know, in Santa Monica with the riots that happened there, there's so many people who you know are down the line Democrats who, when I talk to them, they're now talking about going and buying a gun. Yeah. You start buying a gun, talking about buying a gun, you're on the path to being a non-Democrat voter. Well, you begin They're, to and, realize that, that what, what has happened in the past and all your beliefs of the past were empty. And, yeah, th- and, and that's what's happening. Yeah, my point about it is that they're not necessarily... There's like a lady I talked to on the beach near my house, and she's a standard Democrat. The abortion is her big issue. She told me the other day, based on our conversations and what she's seen, including the Santa Monica riot, she, will, she might not vote for Trump, but she will not be voting for Joe Biden. We'll take that. Now that I'll take that. Yeah. That's where Trump wins California. Because like that old story about a, a Republican as a Democrat has been mugged. These riots have mugged everyone. Tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people in West LA. Freak them that you know what out. You know, I love I love that metaphor, and we need to remember that because the riots have mugged everyone. I like that a lot. Uh, and it's it, it it really encapsulates the whole concept. We, we don't. We can't deal with this shit. We we have now seen what it's like to live in chaos. Yeah. And we, you know what? It doesn't look very pretty. Before it was all uh, in the in, in the abstract. Yeah. It was... we, we people people were talking about. Oh well, you know what? If we let the Democrats take over, you know things will be chaotic and there will be no control and there might be more crime. Okay. Well, now they they've done it. Yeah, but it was They've a got, bourgeois thing. It was a bourgeois know? thing yeah. that, that was only in the abstract, and it didn't actually touch them. Now right. it's touching them. Even the Democrat mayors of Seattle, for example, uh, where, where, where the mob actually came to her house, she said, oh, man, I, I don't want to deal with this shit. Yeah, guy. there went the chop. Yeah. It was all, summer all of a sudden, until it comes to her house. All of a sudden, she, she saw the light of the day, right? She, she saw the light. Okay, now here's another example of this. And you and I both love this. I mean, we talked about this before the podcast, but how meaningful it was. That you, in, in Los Angeles and throughout uh, California, uh, there were a lot of limitations. In fact, complete banning of fireworks on July 4. Right. Okay. So, and, and the theory was that the, the ostensible reason, that the, the conceit was that, you know, if you had July 4th fireworks, uh, you know, people would congregate together. It would be risky for COVID purposes, and we don't want that. Large you know? social gatherings. Yes. And, pe- and people would... have, have right. discovered... We've discovered that, you know, people have been very irresponsible when it comes to getting together. We don't like their, you know, <laughs> the, the, their social gatherings for barbecues and, and beach gatherings. They've been very, very naughty. 
So we're not, you know, in, in anticipation of that, we are not allowing people to get to get to you know together for July fourth, and that'll show you what who's the boss here, and uh, that's the way it's going to be. And then you know you could see him, you know, kind of tapping his papers, like filing it away, done. You know, we we've shown who's the boss. And then July fourth rolls around, and Los Angeles. If you <laughs> to see the the video footage of all the fireworks, illegal, of course. Uh, just going all over the place. Beautiful fireworks everywhere throughout the city. The biggest fireworks show ever in the history ever. of man. From from eight o'clock in the evening to two o'clock in the morning, just nonstop fireworks, <laughs> and each one of them is saying "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you." <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, really, it's it, it, part of my French again, but I, but that's how palpable it was. And Eric Garcetti, no doubt, looking at this saying. You bastards! You know, you've done it again, Batman. You know, like right. that. I, you it, damn kids! Yeah, this, yeah. He, I, he was so pissed off; you could just tell. And so now he's threatening, of course, a closure of all Los Angeles yet again. He'll show us yet again. He, I, your point was a good, a really well taken one, Ari. I think that he's so pissed off with, uh, with Los Angelinos for having done this. And now he's going to show them real big time by shutting down the entire city yet again in two weeks' time or so. Or less. Okay? That's, yeah. what he, that's what he said. Yeah. Now, he said maybe. Right. Uh, my guess, but, it, we're but on he a will. Thursday today. My guess, because he does this stuff this way, because he's such a you know, um, uh, derogatory word for female anatomy. Uh, yes. It, he'll probably do it a Sunday afternoon. Because that's what he does. He calls these press. That's what he did on I, March fifteenth. I agree. In the middle, like he called a Friday one on the thirteenth, announced that there would be restrictions, but it would be voluntary. Then on the fifteenth, like that piece of female anatomy, he then says, "No, no, no, law enforcement." Yeah, no won't. surprise, right? So my guess is he threatens to do it in a week or two. He'll do it this Sunday. Look, the point is that the fireworks were an expression of the hidden real. Sentimentalities yes. of Americans. Okay. Yeah. This was done on July Fourth. Okay. It wasn't done like like what the fireworks that we saw in New York City, where they were randomly, you know, throwing fireworks and just to use yeah. as a weapon more than anything else. No, no, no. This was something very different. They were doing it on July Fourth for the purpose of celebrating independence, and that the notion that Eric Garcetti was trying to convey was a squashing of the the spirit of July Fourth. He couldn't do it. COVID notwithstanding, okay, he just didn't have the power to squash the will of the people. And that, my friends, is an example of what's really going on in the polls. If you have to take a poll, look at the fireworks of Los Angeles. Every one of the fireworks and every eyeball that was looking at the fireworks with pleasure, pride, and patriotism everyone are all Trump voters and voters Biden has lost. Yeah, exactly. And, and voters, all the local districts, state assembly, state senate, you know, senators, congressmen. I, I agree. And the, what, the what they're going to say, look, let's say you're a Democrat and you've seen, and maybe even a pro-Biden Democrat, uh, and you saw these fireworks. What are you thinking? You're thinking to yourself, oh, crap, these people really love America. And, and I, my impression of people wanting to destroy America is just wrong. There are a lot of people out there who not only love America, but they're willing to defy a government order banning fireworks in order to express their love of yeah, America. Yeah, risk a felony charge. Yeah, it, it's, it. it's a huge, huge thing. And it's, 
it was massive, guys. If this was just, uh, you know, not just a firecracker that somebody lit in a little streamer going, no, no. These were real fireworks. Yeah, big ones. Big ones all, all over, the, over place. the friggin' city. <laughs> so take that, Batman, right? I mean, it, really, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal thing. And I, and I love this about America. I love this about the attitude that Americans have. And so we should. We should have this, uh, this attitude. It is so American that we don't just bow down and collapse because the mayor tells us something. You know, that's for Democrats. That is a massive distinction between Democrats on the one hand and Republicans on the other. Democrats, specifically the left, are willing to bow down. They just can't wait to receive their marching orders from up high, wherever it is. Republicans and conservatives in particular, less so. We're not willing. We're always, we're always challenging. We're well, the always opposite. cynical. We're always, we're always cynical. We always want to just fight and to say, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that. And the don't tread on me theme still lives uh, loudly and proudly among the conservative base. And for that reason, both Ari and I predict a massive landslide for Trump in November of 2020. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk with you next week.